Welcome to Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil. I'm Scott Jordan, and in season one, one of my favorite episodes was Diary of a Crew Chief with Jeff Sin and Dustin Brown, and we are now at Diary of a Crew Chief Chapter 2, so it's my pleasure to welcome in studio renowned series championship-winning Gravedigger Crew Chief Gio Andino. Gio, welcome to Inside Monster Jam. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on board. Uh, first of all, congratulations on your series championship and your second year as a crew chief. That has to be a huge deal for you to walk away with such a, a competitive series and have that trophy in hand and get that championship absolutely that trophy honestly was I tried not to get nervous throughout this entire season because I learned from last year is if you get worked up throughout the season it actually affects your performance on the track so I this year I kind of worked differently I try to tone that noise out and I try to just focus working with Adam and whatever happened on this on the track happened so I was basically just trying to you know just let it all play out I know that you look up to Jeff Sin a lot and yeah. you work with him. He's one of the the, the greatest guys in the building and an and incredible crew chief. But you did something that Jeff Sin could not do, <laughs> and that was lead Adam Anderson to a series title. <laughs> so have you been able to brag about that at all to Jeff? <laughs> I actually have. Um, so we, he, we, we, him and I have been uh, keeping constant contact throughout the season. So li literally I'll uh, tell him, like, hey, this is how the truck's performing. Um, he'll actually give me advice, like how to approach the uh, different track layouts that we had. We've actually had um, East Rutherford style, which is basically POD style. And then we've actually had the berm style. So I've actually had to adapt to that one. That one was a little tricky for me. Um, but yeah, Jeff Sin last year was, uh, watching him honestly last year was a little nervous because he kind of hinted to me that I was going to get the truck like little by little on the season. He was like, hey, you should probably get these specific set of pliers. I'm like, Hey, what for? And then little by little, he's like, eh, you'll see why. And then once we got into world finals is when he kind of fully told me that I was going to take it. Well, we will get to the the controversy behind the the poaching of you to Team Gravedigger uh, in a little bit. But first, I want to talk about your journey into Monster Jam. You This is only your second season, which, as I said, is phenomenal. You won a series championship. But uh, you, you came up through the ranks in the independence. So talk a little bit about how you got your start. What made you want to get into being a mechanic? So uh, a lot of people don't know this, but I actually started off in independent life. So um, actually 2018, I actually was pursuing this career. I didn't know how I was going to start. I didn't know who to approach. And a light bulb went off in my head and it was actually uh, Matt Pagliarulo. I realized that they actually lived literally like in the same hometown. So I'm like, yeah, that's, that's a no brainer. So 2018, I actually found out that they were going to Miami so I'm like, let me just drive down there, you know, introduce myself. Uh, and I told him, I'm like, hey, I'm Gio and Dino, just make an introduction. Uh, I want to learn monster trucks, just want to learn the trades. And he was like, oh, really? You live in my same hometown? So right off the bat, we just started clicking. And he told me, hey, just come by and buy the shop. Uh, this is the address. And I actually showed up. And literally, it just was perfect right off the bat. So he told me when I want to start. I'm like, how about right now? It's the worst clothing I ever wore to his shop. White t-shirt, basketball shorts, and just regular uh, shoes. Isn't and that what Nick wears around there every day? For the most part, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's his uh, favorite attire to wear on the shop. Um, no, but I started working with them, uh, did summer shows with them. Didn't really know anything about moss trucks. So I'm going to be honest with you. I knew nothing coming into this. So what I actually did to help me learn was actually go on my phone. As cheesy as it sounds, I'll pull out the notepad to start writing, hey, what sockets were used for what, what tools were used for what. And that actually led me into where I'm at now, uh, knowing like 
let's say axle brakes, I know exactly what tools to grab. And it just, it stems from doing that early on to where it's kind of like programmed in my mind to know exactly what tools are used for what nowadays. Um, but no, they gave me my start. They, uh, went on the road with them in summer that, uh, actually summer shows is fairs and, you know, this little racetracks, so, uh, summer's racetracks. And it led me into doing Moss Jam stuff later on, uh, the following year when Kraken got introduced and I was crew chief of Kraken. Uh, I was intimidated. That was the, my most intimidating season because I saw the Moss Jam guys and I knew what they were able to, to, to do like super short time frames, And I was like, man, that'll actually be pretty cool to do stuff like that, that they're doing. Um, but ultimately, I, after two years, actually two and a half years working with them, I, I was kind of looking like long term. Uh, I wanted something to where I could kind of like, like kind of retire, but like move up at the same time. And working independent lifestyle is kind of different. If nobody really knows, it's more like there's only two spots, either you're a crew chief or you're a driver. And I didn't really want to do a driving job because I see all these drivers like, you know, it's safe, but like it kind of takes a toll on your body the, the older you get. And I, I was just like, yeah, I'll just be happy with doing a crew chief and then, you know, maybe retiring, you know, after doing a management job or something. Well, listen, there's also three jobs. I couldn't drive or be a crew chief, so I grabbed a microphone <laughs> and, and here I am. We will have more with Gio when we come back. Stay right where you are. More Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil, is next. Welcome back to Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil. We are the official Monster Jam podcast. Today, I'm joined in studio by Adam Anderson's crew chief, Gio Andino. We talked about uh, your beginnings in into being a technician. I do want to say that the fact that you were in Miami, I was in Miami as well, and my my Lincoln SUV died in Miami in that parking lot. So where the heck were you there when uh, when my car was just dead and I had to leave it? It may still be out there, Gio. I, I never got that thing back. It just done and you were nowhere to be found so thank you man yeah, I, pre I appreciate no that glad you got the job though so <laughs> let's uh let's go from your tomfoolery days uh you you decide you want to be a monster jam because you want to really build a, a life here with feld and, and 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 retire um and be be in this business for 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 the long haul so where where did that opportunity to get into monster jam come from so i actually took a i think it was a two-month break uh somewhere after me leaving tomfoolery uh but I saw an application online. And I was just like, let me, let me just give that a shot. So I put my application in literally like not even a week later, uh, I got an acceptance letter for Edward. And he was like, hey, just come by the shop. Uh, I'll show you around the studios. And the moment I stepped foot on this property, I honestly fell in love with everything. The trucks, the layout, the unlimited parts that we have. We're not parts changers, but we have uh, a lot of parts to fix the trucks. And honestly, that honestly, what gave me the opportunity to come in here was seeing everything that was in the studios. And it's something different that you don't get an independent lifestyle. This the colossal parts. Well, that's fascinating to me because so so many people out there ask me, you know, how how can I get a job here? And I, I always refer them to 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 the website and the fact that you you did your due diligence, you 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 made your way through an independent team, you applied online, you got a job. It it's out there, people. If you want to be in this world, there are opportunities. And my man right here <laughs> is is living proof of that. Well, let's yeah. talk about your your involvement this season in 2023 with Adam Anderson, a five-time World Finals champion. Got to be a little intimidating when you are out there wrenching that grave digger truck. I'm sure there was a, a pressure cooker environment for you to keep him in competition, especially in the midst of a series championship race. Basically, I just wanted to be calm. Just wanted to be relaxed. And me working with Adam is it's 
if nobody's worked with Adam, it's it's kind of weird because he's so relaxed and calm to where actually you feed off the energy and it's just fun. It's it's fun to work with them. Um, literally from the moment we get to the venue, from the moment we end the show, it's literally nonstop joking. So it actually makes my job easier. Like, I don't have to stress. I don't have to worry about anything. Um, so we we had the season pretty good. Uh, we had a couple hiccups here and there. Um, I think we lost maybe two elements, uh, this for mechanical issues, but you can't really foresee that. Um, but it was fun. It, it's honestly fun to work with them. You have you basically a tale of two cities here. Uh, when you start the season in the beginning, Adam obviously is, is facing an uphill battle. Camden Murphy has the lead. Looks like Camden Early is going to run away with this thing. So let's talk about the differences for you when when it's when you were coming from behind. You were in that chase. You were trying to catch the champion uh, to eventually being in that position where now everybody's catching you. Was, was it just you, you got everything started clicking for you? All cylinders were firing. How was it different for you from the beginning to the end? So we uh, so we started off in Oakland with a bang. Well, I was I was happy because we had a first overall first show. I'm like, oh, man, if this is how the season is going to start, we're good. So we had a little hiccup in St. Louis, uh, second week out. We had uh, a steer line come loose. Um, we tried to get the truck back out there, but they never gave us a countdown. So that was kind of like a, a win or a racing opportunity just pretty much out the window. So we're like, oh, man. So and then show number two, we actually had a fuel pump let go during intros. And I'm like, oh, my God, St. Louis curse is probably starting now. So, uh, so that was two events we missed. We didn't get the points. And that was where the season changed for us was St. Louis. So week number three and four and five, as we started getting into the season, we were slowly chipping away. Um, we wanted to show the guys that we were still there. Like we didn't want to just, you know, fall down the rankings. Um, but Cannon Murphy, honestly, is, is he's consistent. He's good. Um, so is Tom Mance. Kayla Blood was a good one, too. She was pretty much a wildfire and racing. Um but we were pretty much consistent across the board. We uh, we did decent in racing. Uh, we did pretty good in, in two-wheel skills. And then freestyle is where I told all my dude, just let that truck eat. Just send it. You had a great season and a stack lineup to win a championship that says a lot for you. But up next, we are going to talk about the controversy of Gio moving from Todd the Duke to Adam Anderson. We're going to hear his side, so don't go anywhere. We're coming back with more Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil. Welcome back to Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil. This is Diary of a Crew Chief, Chapter 2, with Gravediggers, Gio and Dino. Gio, you went from Todd LaDuke in your rookie season with Blue Thunder to Adam Anderson in Gravedigger. Before we talk about that switch, I reached out to Todd to get some thoughts on working with you. He sent me a wonderful video, so take a look. Hey, Scott. Hey, Gio. I uh, wish I was there to give you some kind words in person, but uh, no, 2022 was an incredible year, man. You know, when Jeff told me that I had a new... New crew chief coming into, um, you know, the Monster Jam circuit mechanic-wise was uh, this kid named Gio. And uh, he's like, I trust him. I like him. Um, you know, he's, he's a really good kid and stuff. And I was like, man, I don't want a rookie mechanic and stuff. But he blew me away. Unbelievable. This is work ethic, uh, how he is on the radio, how he is personally off the track. Um, he's always a person that pushes you up. And uh, never, ever once did I go out on the track thinking like, man, is my truck going to have a problem tonight? And you know, we saw some incredible racing events, uh, giant airs, great freestyles, you know what I mean? And just, he's just a positive person and stuff. And like the professionalism I see out of uh, out of Geo is uh, is high end. You know, it's not 
he's not just a good mechanic he's an excellent mechanic and uh just seeing him you know nut and bolt in the truck he's always walking around at the last second right before the intro start you know he has his backpack on with all the spare tools and stuff like that and just i always tell like juan or chris or the other guys that i've had you know mechanic wise after geo and just go like see how geo is right there be like that that's that's top-notch mechanics congrats man on your championship this year you're an incredible incredible uh mechanic and stuff and i wish i would have brought you a championship but we just came up a little bit short but uh like i said dude you're killing it keep it going and i'll see you at world finals so uh, i mean todd uh, one of the most well-respected drivers in the business to say those things about you how does that make you feel it makes me feel pretty good uh this season or last season uh I wanted to do uh I wanted to do him right. I knew he had uh, awesome technicians over the years. He had TJ Tripp, he's had um uh Dakota and Jeff was with him as and well. And Jeff's in. So I I was pretty much trying to fill their shoes and as intimidating as it was being my rookie uh, crew chief year, uh I was pretty much honing in on Jeffson's skills. Uh that guy has taught me pretty much everything I needed to know. Um, to be able to handle drivers of that caliber. So I would ask on the season, I'll ask Jeff this questions like, hey, how can I make my truck better? How can I do this? How can I do that? And he would literally just bring me underneath his wing and coach me. Um, but we had a good season last year. And I was I, honestly, Jeff or Jeff kind of got me to where I needed to be as a crew chief. And me and Todd, we've had pretty much good. We pretty much clicked right off the bat. Um He's fun. He's fun to work with. He's awesome person outside the track. Um, basically, is just joking nonstop with uh, those Todd on the track. And I kind of worked with them on, you know, trying to keep your composure on the track. And we were consistent last year. We uh, we did pretty good all across the board. And it was fun working with Todd. Let's talk about switching teams. Uh, Jeff did it before you. Jeff yep. was with Todd and then moved to Adam before he handed the reins of Gravedigger to you. You come in the next year. You're with Todd while Jeff is with Adam. And then Jeff decides to retire from being an active crew chief to yep. come work in the in the garage here. And you get it. So there was, depending on who you talk to. Now, if you talk to Adam, he said, no big deal. It happens. I didn't, I didn't ask for him. It just happened. But if you ask Todd, it's like, Adam took my crew chief with Jeff's in. Adam took my crew chief with Geo. We were building something special, Geo and I, and now I'm back to square one with somebody else. So I've heard from Adam on this. I've heard from Todd on this. I want to hear from you what went on behind the scenes when you found out you were switching from Todd LaDuke to Adam Anderson. And was there a controversy or was it just, this is where I'm so, supposed to go, so that's where I'm going? So it, it kind of stems from the, the technicians on who we have. Uh, so at the time, Jeffson, when he first got Adam, he was the strongest candidate to take over Adam. You know, Adam drives crazy. You know, we're, we're here to please the fans and the fans are number one for us. So the truck has to go out there and perform. So the biggest thing for us is like, all right, who's the next guy on the, on the rankings to take over this truck. And since I was with Jeff the entire season, I kind of got a glimpse of what he does on the truck. So I saw what he did, how he took care of the, the truck. And it was kind of like a no brainer for me because, you know, Todd, Todd wasn't doing anything during the fall. And it was kind of like my time to, you know, fill in for Jeff. And that's where it kind of came in. That's how it all played out was Jeff had a hand in picking who was going to be Adam's crew chief. And since I was with him, uh, he was like, oh, Gio will be a good candidate. He's, he saw what I did to Todd's truck. And he was like, maybe I could replicate that with Adam. And 
that's where it started. I actually started working with Adam in the summer and then fast forward to now first quarter. So basically it's all Jefferson's fault here. Pretty much. Okay, I so, blame him all for all that. So Adam Anderson did not once and for all, we're going to get to Adam Anderson <laughs> did not poach you from Todd LaDuke. It was Jefferson that said, I'm leaving. He's the best fit. Let's move him over. Yeah, that was him. Okay. All Jeff's fault. And, and was Todd kicking and screaming, trying to grab a hold of you uh, before you went off? He he actually didn't know until I actually texted him, okay. and he was actually bummed out. Okay. <laughs> I think he texted me right after you texted him. So let's, talk about, <laughs> let's look ahead to World Finals. Um, you know, you, you win the series championship. Your work is not done yet. Adam has not won a World Finals championship in, in, in a few years, so obviously he's due, and I feel like Adam this year is more confident. There's something different about him, and he's admittedly said that. He was in a bad place last year, headwise, not in the right mental space, yeah. not a bad place, but this year he's got it locked in. So what are your expectations in Nashville, walking in there as a second-year crew chief in Monster Jam with a series title under your belt with Adam Anderson? We're going to try to do what we did for first quarter and just try to play each element by ear because um, that's all we can do as a driver and a crew chief is because you never know what's going to happen on the road. So what we're going to try to do is just basically be cool, calm, and collected. Let's not get the nerves all worked up. Um, take one race at a time and then see how it all plays out. But um, Adam's pretty good at keeping a cool head. Um, last year, he kind of got a little, maybe a little worked up because of the, the high jump that we were doing for uh, the seven-truck jump. Um, so that may have played an effect on it. But now we only got uh, racing and then freestyle. So it's a, lo it's a lot of time in between the events to just be cool, calm, collected. And that's what we're going to work on. Well, it's, it's going to be a big pressure environment as well because you're going to have a, a, a huge crowd. And, and a lot of the, the events prior to that are going to take up a lot of time. So you're going to have to really pace yourself. But you're also going to have to not get flustered. And let me tell you why. Because my broadcast partner, Leslie Mears, will be back there waving a microphone <laughs> in your face if anything goes wrong. So you're going to have to handle uh, that element amongst others. So it's, it's going to be a lot for you. Are you ready for that, that challenge? I'm, I'm ready for the pressure. All right, well, don't go anywhere because coming up next on Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil, you take the desk. I ask Gio your questions. That is all coming up next. Stay right where you are. More of Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil, is next. Welcome back to Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil. I'm joined in studio this week by Adam Anderson's Grave Digger Crew Chief, Gio and Dino. We've talked about a lot of things about your career, but now it's time for me to hand off the questions to our viewing audience. You can follow me on Instagram, Scott Jordan, MJSX, and get your questions in for the show each and every week. We are going to start with Mutant Zoomies. Wants to know what's the easiest and hardest part about being on the road and being a crew chief in general. So the hardest part being on the road for us is the long time frames. Uh, so we've actually extended our season from last year to this year. We've actually gone from, instead of going for three months, we're gone for five months. So that's honestly the biggest hurdle for us is being gone from family for that long. Um, but you're with, you're, you're with your friends, your family. Like we consider our technicians our family because we're basically learning, learning about these guys, g girls and guys we have now. Um, get to hang out in the cities. So you're basically doing family activities on the road. And honestly, that kind of like bypasses the time. You for, kind of forget about, you know, home. Um, but when you're around those guys, you get to do sightseeing, whatever it is, see new cities, food. I'm a big foodie guy. I love eating food, big steak dinner. 
Um, and and you, but you don't get the luxury like like Adam does of going back to North Carolina and, and getting on the boat and riding around the the, the property yeah. and and being out in the woods. You got to come back here and, and wrench on the truck. So you got you got a double edged sword there. Oh know? yeah, yeah. It's 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 uh it's an interesting life that you have, man. Uh, you know you you're a very talented technician here. So Brandon Jop wants to know what's the fastest you and your team have changed a transmission, and uh, this is uh. uh you know, a, a comparative point because we've seen some teams do it in record time. We've seen some that have taken a little while than longer. Is it a missed competition? So from your standpoint, what is the fastest you have swapped out a transmission to Gravedigger? So me and my guys, we've actually done, uh, I think, total of four transmissions on the road. Um, usually for us, it's around 15 to 20 minutes. That's the good time frame. Uh, we've actually got ours done in 16 minutes, but it really depends on who you have with you. Um, cause everybody works differently. Um, what I like to do is I like to point jobs for people. Like one guy's working on the backside of the motor, one guy's working on the middle and one guy's working on the front portion of the uh, assembly. Um, so it really depends if like, for instance, like you have your guys working with you from all first quarter, you guys know how to work with each other. You guys know where to go. And honestly, that makes it easier for us is like, you never have to say, Hey, do this, do that. It goes instantly without you know, anything being said. Um, there's some guys that do it within 20 minutes, which is still good. Uh, it depends on where you break. If you're breaking two wheel skills, you got plenty of time to make it back out. Um, after two wheel skills, I mean, you still got time. Um, when but, you break in the finals of racing, obviously you're in the finals. You're going to go towards the end of, of two wheel skills. That's, that's still not a whole lot of time there at all. No, no, that's usually it's down to the minutes, yeah. probably less than 15 minutes for that one. So it's, it's pretty much all hands on deck at that point. It's like, oh, transmission is broken, third round of racing. All right, you maybe got, if you're in the middle of the pack, you got maybe 10 minutes max. All right, well, this is my favorite fan question. I want to get to a quick answer here for you as we're running out of time. 704AZN wants to know, who do you hate losing to more, Tom Mintz or Bryce Kenny? <laughs> oh, he went there, huh? He went um, there. I like, I don't really like losing to Bryce because I, I know my, I know that crew chief. He's yeah, uh best buddy of mine. Uh, they've actually been pretty good. They've, they've actually turned over new leaf for Bryce. Um, he's consistent. He's more consistent than last year. And I think he's a force to be reckoned with for later on this year. So basically you just hate you losing to Bryce Kenny as do most, most people. We'll throw it right in your face. That's all the time we have, man. Thanks so much. It's a lot of fun. Thank uh, you. Gio and Dito, everybody. You can see him at world finals in Nashville, July 1st. That's it for us. I'll see you right here next time on inside monster jam powered by Lucas Oil.